Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like, well, this week's film provided two things for me mainly. One, a lot of confusion, and two, a lot of nudity. Now, I'm Liam, your host for the next, I don't know how long, let's be real here, and sitting opposite me through the powers of the internet, it's the ever-lovely Tobias. Uh, you know what, I am ever-lovely. He's ever and he's um, lovely. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to come out the back. You've already mentioned it. I liked that we finally got a film that had a lot of nudity. And I've been waiting all film club for a lot of nudity. <laughs> a lot of nudity. Yeah. Mainly female, which is fine. Fine so, for us. Yeah, fine for that. <laughs> Preferred I, for us. We've used the term about previous films where I'm not the audience for this. <laughs> I would say on the nudity yeah, front, I was the audience for this. <laughs> yes. But that element of this film definitely. So, Tobias Yes. As they might have been able to guess, we watched yeah. a film. We did watch a film. What did we watch? Uh, we no, wa- seriously, what did we watch? What did we watch? <laughs> the Other Side of the Wind. On the last day of his life, a legendary director struggles to complete a new project and contemplates his legacy in this layered film by Orson Welles. So, yeah, that's what we watched. <laughs> the thing is, from the, the blurb, because I had to reread the blurb before watching it to remind myself what this film was. Um, and the blurb makes made me think it was going to be like a film critic who was dying, yeah, so like cancer or a long ailment, and was like, "But I know I've not got long left. I need to finish this thing I'm doing." Yeah, but actually, it's it is literally about a dude who dies off screen at the end. Yeah, and it's never mentioned. And actually, you don't actually need that bit of information, really, except for the fact it's kind of the film itself is formatted as like a documentary style thing isn't it the actual term we're going to use is it's a mockumentary yeah it's a mockumentary now i do think there's we have got i mean the the blurb says it's layered and it is layered because it is also billed if you check it on wikipedia as an experimental film i can see that i can see that uh what you have to realize that even though it was released in 2018 it was made about 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. This was filmed between 70 and 75. And, you know, Orson Welles, he died a while back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So for a new film from Orson Welles. Um, I mean, the argument for, against this is it literally says multiple times in the in like the opening parts of the film and in all of the things online, if you look up the film, that it was filmed over about five years but had about 15 years of main development but had over 100 hours of of like content filmed for it and yeah. he never completed more than four full scenes uh what someone i don't know who has claimed in the past that orson wells maybe had a bit of a phobia about finishing his own films yeah um and really i mean maybe this is his fault he did die but <laughs> how selfish <laughs> also, most of the cast have as well. Oh, very, well, that's the very thing. few of the cast are actually like still alive. Years old. Yeah. Um, also, what we have is because it is about a film director. Yeah. And it has been accused. Was it slightly about himself? He has said no. Apparently, yeah. and there are, but there are definitely elements within the main character who that do link. Yes, and most most of the characters in the film are based on people yeah um but also you so you've got this kind of i don't know what you it's found footage 
That's what it is. Yeah. And one thing I read was, although the Blair Witch Project, which we actually talked recently in our horror episode of yeah. the Manic Podcast, was the first found footage film. Actually, if this had been completed and came out when it was made, this would have been yeah. the first found and footage film. I will film. say, I said in the intro that this gave me a lot of confusion, and I will say it really did. Yeah. Um, and I was messaging you when I was watching it. Which, one, you know I'm struggling with the film yeah. when I'm messaging <laughs> you. Because actually, I couldn't understand what was happening. What? Not like I didn't get the plot. I didn't understand physically what I was watching until I found an article which helped a little bit. But then actually, reading the pl- reading along with the plot, basically, on Wikipedia gives you a proper actual description of what's happening. And I realised, because I went into this film when I first started watching it, thinking that what we were seeing was actual footage of an actual director, which yeah. is what it is meant to look like. Yes, it is. But I had cut on quickly that yes. that wasn't Actually, what it was. I had, because I don't think I'd really gone into it with the right mind, not knowing anything. That's the problem at all. And what I should say to the listeners, because I don't think we made it clear to us yet. There is, right, because I mentioned that it's found footage. Yeah. But also we've got a film within the film. Yeah. So we are seeing the director talk about his film, but we are also seeing the film. Seeing the film. And it's actually it's that when we talk about the nudity, all the nudity that takes place is the film within the film. Um the opening of the film is a female led orgy. Yeah. Uh, very, <laughs> yeah, very very I mean they, they, there's a lot of like boobs in it, but there's there and there there are a lot of frontal shots, but no, this is not graphic, it is artistic. Yes. Very, uh, and you were right. We were saying last week, last time. This is a very artsy film. Yes, but I will also, say, there you go. I was just going to say, uh, obviously, experimental film by Orson Welles. Uh, it is meant to be satirical, but also, and I think this is quite. And again, we've I've already mentioned at this point, people have accused Orson Welles of directing a character based on himself, even though he said yeah. that's not the case. The thing is. The main actress, who's naked through a lot of the film, yeah. was his mistress at the time. Her then is, the actress's real life name is Oja Koda. Yes. So they actually were creating this film together. But the main director in the film was known for seducing the actress in his film. Yeah. <laughs> now, I say, to, to kind of put my confusion on the right track, I say I went in watching it. And for the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, I was very much going, is this actual footage and basically what i was watching was i was watching it starts off after the orgy scene they they kind of uh, rap on that scene and then they all kind of get on a bus to go to a party but it is always said through different cameras and i was like oh so is this actual footage of the actual directing side of it and then it it cut to the film within the film and two gentlemen in a cinema watching the film and that is where my mind went i I don't know what's happening. I'm so confused. And I have to, I have a habit of Googling things when I shouldn't anyway. But yeah. this was a conscious thing of if I don't, I am not going to be able to watch this film because I don't understand it to the point of I, I, I won't be able to watch it. So I, I say I found it and it, it basically explained what's happening that the cinema bit was a friend of the director selling it to like the head of a film company to get more funding. Yes. But, and then it all, it literally, the what's the phrase like the penny dropped for me and i was like oh okay this whole thing is fake this whole thing is the film yes about a director and his film and i will say one of my leading comments about this film would be actually his story is quite interesting 
but I would have preferred to see it as more, if you remember, uh, useless and a stupid and futile gesture. If it was filmed like that, but serious, yeah. so like an actual, if it, if we saw Which I don't know saw, if you realise, because I don't know how many of the notes you've read. Oh, um, one of the people who brought this to, oh. actually got it made, also helped make that film. Stupid uh, fair enough. So there's that to you. And, link. linked to our last film, um, Noel uh, Baumbach had something to do with bringing it as well. Did he? I didn't yeah. say I didn't see his name involved at all. Yeah, yeah, it was on the. I saw it on the. Was it on the wiki or was it on the IMDb? I don't. I'm not sure. But um, no, I say actually, once I understood what what the concept was, and I understood because it is very layered, it, and it's not always clear when it's transitioning, except for the art, the visual art style. It's once very visual. Yeah. Very once visual. I understood what was happening, I kind of allowed myself to get into it a little bit more. Um, I would rather have seen it as an actual film version of this this director's story, because like we were out, outright just watching his film for like fifteen minute segments. They were long segments, yeah. And also, I mean, okay, I'm gonna have to bring on something that I do. Right, we tour a play yeah. uh, called Empty Stage, and that has a play within a play. Yeah. And one of my questions as the writing director is how much will the audience be interested in the play within the play when they know that that's not really the story? No. But the it's, thing is, like, your pl- when you do it at your place, they are s- snippets. Yes. And they're generally out. quite interesting. They're, like, tension. Yeah. There's, like, there's arguments. There- there's actual stuff of interest. This was... Very confusing, very artsy, and generally a little bit unclear with what's actually happening. Now, the, but the thing is, what what's quite funny is we have got to a point in life imitating art because we've got that within the film that there's bits missing from the film within the film. Yeah. Because of funding and all this kind of stuff. But also because Orson Welles didn't complete everything... <laughs> We've actually got it that people who aren't Orson Welles has had to put together from like hundreds of hours of footage. Oh, yeah. A film. It's crazy. Isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. really quite crazy. And it says and, it, the film opens like a black screen where they do explain the, pro, the, con, the concept. Yeah. And the problem is that didn't help me. <laughs> no, um, I don't think I have because a few like in the midsection of this uh, season. I struggled with attention and understanding flashbacks and things like that. I actually didn't have that struggle. No. I actually, I think because I knew it was artistic. And before I'd even watched it, you sent me links to understand it. And I hadn't opened them. But I knew, oh, right. I prepped myself to go, this is going to be a difficult one. I think the problem is, I I mean, I put myself away on my own for this one anyway. Uh, There was no question I was going to watch this one on my own. Yeah. It was was more of, I, I looked at the poster and I was like, I need to be on my own. So Amanda got home from work and I, I cleared it with her yesterday. I went, when you get home, I'm going to literally go upstairs, lock myself in the bedroom, take some food, take a drink and just basically get this film on. Um, and I'm glad I did just have me and focusing because I didn't fully understand what was happening all the time when I was paying 100% attention. Yeah. <laughs> I would say for the first, I got what was going on. I'm not sure I cared. 
I actually fully agree with you. <laughs> um, it was yeah. a case of some of it was interesting, some yeah. of it was interesting, some of it was and... interesting. And there was the odd, quite comical moment actually here and there. Yeah, just through some of the na- the because na- it was very natural dialogue. I would say, and it actually, it actually again one of the the other reviews kind of says about jo- is it John Hus- Jack Houston, John Houston, uh, John Houston who plays the main director JJ Jake Hannaford, who, who as well as being an actor is a director. I mean, he directed yeah. Annie. Yeah. Right. Um, so he's. I'm not sure if the, you'd use the word prolific. He's a well-known director. Oh, yeah, he's seasoned. Yeah, but they actually say that it's a. It's one of his best performances, and uh, you know, and it's kind of actually uh, the cinematography. The guy who does the cinematography. Yeah. I think he's basically only known. He. I think he'd only done like adult films. I can see that. I can yeah. see that with this the choice actually, of light. This was meant to be the his big break. This was meant to oh, be, really? and then it didn't get made until now. No, you know, that's and true. He, and he didn't get to see it <laughs> finished. I, um, I do think it's funny because it's it. I say, what was it? Two thousand eight release, 18. but it has been basically forty odd years in the works. Yeah, um, it's it's somehow one of the the newest and oldest things we've watched. It is. It's weird. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say something that is going to be quite controversial. I guess I so, but it's good because that's you know we we don't want to just repeat what other people are saying. No, no, no. Um, and actually, I don't know what other opinions are. I haven't read a reaction, uh, so I don't know if it was well received or not. But I've read one or two reviews. Uh, were they positive or negative? <sighs> Honestly, they were very mixed. They they basically did that thing where they were they. One basically said, if you can't get a film from a hundred hours of content, and it takes you like over five years to make maybe there's a reason for that yeah and i don't 100 percent disagree with the, the thought. i right i think if you put it into the perspective of when it was made the fact that actually the cast are very good and if any of the cast aren't good i think that's on purpose i actually think that's yeah. filmed that way it's meant to be a mockumentary and i do think in that element it does work it is very it is experimental it's very artistic um i think if this is getting because it's on this list it's it's a list that we were told to basically watch it Mm. and it's high in the list as well yeah yeah (laughs) um i would say that's because it's orson wells and when it was made it's the the name and actually the story behind it if a random director brought this out now it wouldn't be made. People no. just wouldn't be interested. No, the problem is actually behind because of the style of how it's filmed and it is kind of pieced together. Um, it is very all over the place. Yeah. Layered is actually a very polite way of saying it's quite a messy film. It's very fast paced, not like the storyline, just the way it's shot. You don't linger on a single shot for more than a couple of seconds a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, it can give you a little bit of whiplash with how quickly it turns around. There's a scene where, because the whole point is, once you get to the party, there's a lot of like media there as well who are basically pull their cameras outside interviewing randoms. Um, yeah. And one of the main characters is an older woman who I believe has filmed with the with uh, Jake Hannaford in the past. And there's like there's rumored like love by the way there and stuff. Because uh, I'm not sure we gave that name when we've mentioned Jack Houston. He yeah. plays Jake Hannaford. Yeah, and he's and he's the director. Who <laughs> yeah, he's the in, in film director basically. Um, but there's this an older 
a woman character who I, just, I think yeah, let me just see if it's here. Uh, right, the act, real life actress's name is Lily Palmer, and she plays um, a, a retired leading lady called Zara Valeska. Um, and basically, they're interviewing her, and she's like, "No, I'm not going to tell anything. That's I'm, I'm not going to talk about love life. We're here to talk about." You know, Han- Hannaford and his work and my, my experience with him as a director. And then suddenly out of nowhere, he's dead in the conversation. And I'm like, I didn't see you enter. You have just... And considering that in the last, like, 10 seconds ago, you were in a different part of that building. I don't know where <laughs> you came from. It's so fast-paced that actually it is a... If you blink, you might miss someone entering a, an important moment. <laughs> it, it's one of the things, considering they had so much footage. Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting to think of what didn't they include? I mean, I I wouldn't want to have been the person to have to watch it all and try and piece something out of it. Well, let's be honest, there's been many attempts at it. So I oh, guess yeah. many people went, I wish I hadn't been this person. Well, who knows? In five years, we might get a Snyder cut. <laughs> we might. No, I'll tell you actually, right. If I picked out uh, a modern day director to make this sort of film, yeah. I think Quentin Tarantino. I think yeah. Quentin. Yeah, it's actually it's quite out there. Yeah, but I also think Quentin knows how to put together a film so that you have a basic understanding of it. Yeah, I that's think the it, problem is this one is a, a bit, bit too mixed. And I will say, what one of the um, other names I actually did recognise the moment it came up as a credit is Susan Strasberg. Okay. I don't know why I know the name, but she basically <laughs> played the female uh, media woman who was interviewed yeah. and was basically asking the questions no one really wanted to answer. Yeah. She was the hard-hitting Lois Lane reporter, wasn't she, basically? Yeah, basically. Uh, but I, I recognise her name instantly, and I don't know why. So, But she's obviously like a, she's obviously a name. You know what? I actually only recognised one name in the credits. I think they ended up playing themselves, so it's weird that they got credited at the start of the film. Uh, and then I missed them. So Dennis Hopper was in the film. I don't <laughs> know where he was in the film. Probably just a party guest. Um, there's This whole subplot... And it's, it's the film within the film, because part of the reason why the film couldn't get made, apart from funding, was that the lead actor quit. Right. Within it. Yes? Uh, yeah. 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 The, the, um, yeah. yeah. The, the, the film within a film, as it were, um, was basically a young dude... Meeting yes, with this that's woman. That's what they call him, the young dude. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's very vague. Yeah. Um, he following this this mostly he, naked he, woman. He rides a bike a lot. And they have they have sex. Proper, I think twice maybe. Yeah, but one of them's in the car next to a dude. A guy. Yeah, yeah, who's just driving. Yeah, and then he's like, so, I want a piece of that action. Yeah, but what's confusing? It seems in one thing I read that was her boyfriend, but I thought that doesn't make sense. But I don't know. And there's a whole other scene where she takes off wet clothes. This other girl puts her clothes on her face and then she puts an ice cube in her mouth within the clothes. It's so weird, isn't it? And I'm like... It is so strange. Um, but actually, yeah, going back to what you said, the male actor inside that film... Yes. He's obviously very... He's new to the industry. There's a whole a whole storyline that Hannaford met him because the young actor was going to jump off a bridge and commit suicide. So he kind of stopped him doing that and brought him into the world. Turns out that was all staged to get yeah. him into that position. But yeah, you're right. He storms out because they're in, they're basically mid sex scene and you, oh, you hear yeah, Hannaford I'm... basically directing it over loudspeaker, but he's, he's kind of goading him a little bit. Yes. And the guy's like, no, I'm not having this and storms off the set. You know, 
fully naked and all that. Um, but it, yeah, I, but I, managed, also, I managed to the, get that plot line. The, the, the director also says, keep the cameras on him. Keep the cameras on him. This is his I want this documented. Yeah. I get, I get. Yeah. But, uh, there's a whole storyline of whether actually, even though the director is known for seducing the girlfriends of the actors, yeah. is he actually in love with the Man. actors? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, there's a side storyline of because actually this leading man isn't an actor he is he's not a, a random it's not a random encounter they they bring in some one of his like entourage bring in and locate one of his old school teachers from before he was known by the star name yeah um and he, you know that's an odd conversation they sit down and talk and quite and, a long one quite a long oh, conversation as well so long but they <laughs> they're, they're talking about how actually he he this young lad was involved in some scandal of homosexuality um, and school student interactions. And then that brings up the conversation of, you know, I think that the teacher makes a suggestion that Hannaford might also be a, a bit gay because then Hannaford kind of laughs it off and we then invites him to swim in the pool and we never see the teacher again. <laughs> They, they spend um, a lot of time saying, there's a teacher coming, you know, and then we get this, the scene, and then he's like, do you want to go for a dip in the pool? Where am I going to get changed? Here, in front of us. And then we never see him again. <laughs> it's, I, this is the thing, though. How much of it is actually the plot that Orson Welles wanted? That's the thing, isn't it? Who and knows? how much, remember, hundreds of hours of footage, and it's a two-hour film. And do I would say, what? that's too long. Well, but... you know they could do? <laughs> they could do, they could do a the 2000s thing they can make like five films just focus on each character yeah <laughs> but do yeah. we really want that <laughs> no no because it <laughs> do you know what to, yeah. to badly misquote jurassic park just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it yeah <laughs> uh i will say this this isn't the last film that they're remake not remaking bringing of orson wells i see he's got another one coming out this year or next year i honestly don't yeah, uh, it's called it's called Hopper Wells. So it's Dennis Hopper and Orson Wells, and right. it's being made to come out like it said twenty twenty, but I don't know yeah. if it has come out yet. Uh, so this isn't the last time they haven't learned from their mistakes here. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's right. So looking at the casting, obviously they are all forty year old, um, forty year ago actors. So they're not. There's no one. Obviously, there's no one modern in it. We can't like this is going to be great for tags. Uh, <laughs> But, Orson Welles is your big, biggest tag. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they do talk about Oscar Wilde and Hemingway. There's a lot of prolific names mentioned. Actually, there's also not in the film. <laughs> no, but there's also a lot of people who play themselves in the film. If you look for the, the well, I've already said Dennis Hopper. Yeah, um, I think we 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 have already said it. The acting is actually quite good. Yeah, there's the odd one who's over the top, but as you said, it's bad on purpose when it needs to be. Yeah, and you can't really fault the acting because it's pretty bang on. I yeah. find the cinematography and the art style a little bit distracting, but that is what they're going for. Yeah, it, I mean it is. I I think I have more. I have more questions than I do of. I've seen the film. Uh, hang on, I've just got to knock something off my screen because it's come up right in front of your face. Um, I've watched the film now, and part of me does, but doesn't want to know what didn't make it in. Yeah. Because also, I'd I like found to quite... know... yeah. Sorry, carry on. I was going to say, quite a lot of these scenes outstayed their welcome. 
That is true. But also, there was the odd scene where they'd make a, a mention of something and it would go. Like, actually, I wonder if they did... Because the whole point is, it it starts by saying uh, Hannaway, the, the, the pretend director, um, yeah. you know, was yeah. working on a film and tragically died straight after an all-nighter party, basically, where he aired his his unfinished project and it starts off by telling you that and now i understand that um (laughs) so then you then basically live his last like 12 hours basically with them all at this party and it is quite a extravagant party um the only thing that's missing is like um the the stupid futile gestures amount of cocaine that they have there it's just an very much an alcohol party um and women but um it kind of it ends with the whole point is because this young lead has stormed off stage, he hasn't come to the party. And it, it kind of closes with Hannaway in this really fancy sports car, which was meant to be a gift to the leading man on completion of the film, but because he stormed off, he wasn't getting it. Uh, but the leading man does turn up the next morning, last minute at, at the party once it's kind of shut down, really. And Hannaway is in the car about to pull away and says, Oh, you, you did come. Um, jump in and I'll, I'll drive you to obviously where he's going next and the the actor without saying any lines because he doesn't really in the whole film this this leading man he just kind of shrugs it off it's a negative he's not getting a lift and Hannaway drives off rapidly around the corner and we know from the way that from the like the prologue kind of text almost Star Wars style scrolling along his screen that Hannaway dies in a car crash the morning after his yeah his party so you know that is like the moment of if if this actor had got in the car with him he'd have gone and i wonder did they feel did they try and film the car crash is this something they yeah. would actually put across or because there is so many hours we don't know what there is maybe this this leading man had lines at one point presumably though oh I, I, my voice broke there i don't know if you noticed uh <laughs> <laughs> it's about time <laughs> yeah. um presumably this is the thing there must have been a script yeah so it would say in the script whether we see the crash or not. I would, I would think. But saying that, they also make a comment in. They the do film. a speech. They, they do a speech at the end. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They make a point in the thing of saying that the in, the that Hannaway didn't have a script for his project. It was just this ad libbed kind of. He knew what he wanted and told them, and it makes you think: mm, Is that a real thing that's gone in as well? Maybe. Maybe it is, a lot of the conversations are very natural, it, almost like how you film something like Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is fully ad libbed. You give them your topic, say this is where the scene needs to go. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of them are very natural. But at the same time, now obviously we are not on the level of the people we're talking about. We've tried yeah. that in the past. We, yeah. with a, a third person and a fourth person actually, oh, tried to have scenes where we went. This is what we want. Let's just improvise it. Normally we, and I think we learn that we prefer the scripting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Improv is good in its own place. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know. But again, it's kind of like, I'd be interested to see, though, uh, no, let's change that. I won't be interested. <laughs> but it I'm, would be interesting to know what was cut out. I wonder in another five, ten years, if another director wants to reform out of these hundred hours of footage. Yeah. And I wonder how different a film it would be. Oh, you've got to think, out of a hundred hours, a two-hour film, that's 98 more hours of film that we could use. Yeah. That's basically, that's like a load more films. What? Also, what if we've genuinely seen the best of it? <laughs> 
gosh. Yeah. You know what? Film isn't cheap. How much? No. Of a, <laughs> no. How much of a waste was the others? Oh, wow. But again, getting away with it because it's awesome. Wells. It's the name. Yeah, the name carries this film. Um, and also, would it still be if he was still alive? True. If they do say that death kind of raises your work. Yeah, and I think that might be. I don't think we'd be discussing it now. A, if he was still alive, or B, if he was some Joe Bloggs kind some of randomer. Yeah, Tobias Nichols made a film, hundred hours he shot. Shall we put it together in a two-hour film? Nah, <laughs> no one's gonna be interested in that. Nah. And the, I will say, I genuinely don't think I've got much more I could talk about without just repeating myself, because I can't yeah. think of anything else that happens. The only thing I'd say is one of the first things I read, and I think it might have been the article that you sent me. It's found at home on Netflix because it realistically would not be released at the cinema. No, it's not. A, it's not a big, big modern title. You know, it would have a little following of people from that era. It would. It, you'd have like movie students because it's awesome. Well, oh, yeah, it is, it is rife for that studying, definitely. Yeah. But it just wasn't for me. I would have rather seen Hannah, uh, Hannaway's story in a proper film, yeah. And I might have enjoyed it a bit more if it was proper, a proper shot film, not the style they went for, personally. Yeah, oh, yeah, but artistic choice, artistic take. choice. Yeah, well, shall we move over to rating it? We certainly shall. <laughs> because I have no idea what's happening. Um, <laughs> now, here in the Manic Film Club, we simply rate our the films we've watched on a hit or a miss basis. We don't do like oh, five stars out of five, like anything else. I don't actually know what the Rotten Tomatoes rating of this is for this one. That is how confused this film left me. Um, <laughs> the one staple that I do every time, I haven't done this time because it just confused me. It finished, I sighed a breath of relief and walked out of the room. Um, <laughs> so... We simply say, is it a hit? A hit is, did we enjoy the film? Would we rewatch? consider rewatching it? Would we talk about it to other people? General all-round enjoyability. And a miss is the, the direct opposite, nice and simple. We do sometimes have kind of like midway, soft hits, soft misses, a little bit of everything. We've had a couple of maybes. But generally, it's a hit or miss scale with us, not a bias. I, I, I don't think this is going to be a hard one. How, what did, what's this film for you? Oh, no, it is hard. It's a hard miss. It's a very hard miss for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I fully agree. Any film for me that within the first 20 minutes, I have to read through the plot on Wikipedia to yeah. understand has I mean, to be a hard I miss. You didn't have to do that. But yeah. the fact is, did I enjoy it? No. Did I do? Would I recommend it to someone else? No. Will I ever rewatch it? The thing is, no. I can see myself talking about it to someone else. If they say, "I'm thinking of watching this film," I'd probably go, "No, maybe watch something no. else." I tell you what, I had a conversation with someone once, uh, and they were trying to catch me out, and they they successfully did because it was someone testing me as a movie buff, and I was put on the spot at a party, right. And I didn't know. And he he asked me about Orson Welles. Okay. Um, and I totally bodged it up because I got confused for a second. I went, yeah, didn't he do the time machine? I went, that was H.G. Wells. I went, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that that nice. was my full extent. But now, if he asked me the question, have you seen the other side of the Gosh, wing? <laughs> if only you had a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that whatever this film is called, because I can't remember... Um, what's this one called? Other Side of the Wind. 
I think it's safe to say the other side of the win is a very hard miss for us. Yeah. Um, now, it will be interesting to see that when you put the poll up on Twitter, yeah. which you can vote on to see if you thought it was a hit or a miss, you lovely listeners, it will be interesting to see if anyone did vote this as a, as a, a hit. Because there has to be people out there who would like this film. Also, I wonder how many people have actually heard of it. True. I would never have heard of it if it hadn't no. been on the list. In fact, the other day, whilst I was on TikTok Live, someone asked me what film we were watching. I could not remember the title. You messaged me, even though you weren't in my life. <laughs> it wasn't. No, Amanda was. I could yeah. hear it. And then you gave me the wrong title. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was Direction of the Wind. Direction of the Wind. And then I was like, that doesn't sound right. No. So I Googled it. All I knew it was wind, and it wasn't gone with the wind. I, I basically went back onto the last episode and had a look. So anyway, we're going to put the other side of the wind on the other side of this podcast. What yeah. is next? Right. You know how we love a short film? The Irishman. Oh, already? Yeah. Hitman, Frank Sheeran, looks back at the secrets he kept as a loyal member of the Buffalino crime family in this acclaimed film by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesky. I will say, three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Three and a half. I thought it was three hours. Three and a half hours. That's a long film. That's I will long. say that I do think I'm going to enjoy the film more than this film. Oh, yeah, I do as well. But I thought this was a long film. It was only just over two hours. What are you doing, Liam? I'm bleeding from the mouth. You just had a can, didn't you? No, I've got a bottle. Oh, then you shouldn't be bleeding from the mouth, as you put it. I am Sorry. bleeding I am from bleeding the mouth. From the mouth. Well, luckily, um, not on YouTube. People can't see. No, that's so, true. Um, but no, I think I'm going to enjoy The Irishman more, but it's that's a long film. It's a very long film. And I'm already wondering how I... I mean, if I split that in two, that's 105 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is... That's daunting. That's like Lord of the Rings stuff. That's an <laughs> evening of television. That's... I, And also, I mean, thankfully, I don't have to do it this week. I'm doing a world domination thing this week. Um... Wow, I'm gonna have to. You have to schedule this one in properly. Actually, schedule it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm presuming it's not going to be one that you watch with Amanda. <laughs> no way. I, I I struggle to sell an hour and a half film to her sometimes. Yeah. A three and a half hour film is a struggle for me. <laughs> Why don't you just say it's actually uh, three episodes? <laughs> I might just, just, I just, I should sell it. It's about a hitman, and he, he looks at all the stuff he's done. Uh, yeah, let's let's put it on. God, this film seems off. Does it? No. If I can turn the clock back a little bit every now and then. <laughs> yeah, and I so, will say for people who are keeping track of anything, uh, the Irishman will be our penultimate film. Oh. Yeah, that's right. We're we're near the end of this first season. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, that the Irishman is our next one. I'm, I mean, I am looking forward to it in the sense of it's. I've heard of it. It's quite prolific. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's one that I almost watched before, but the length of it <laughs> made me go. And also, I'm not really into the whole gangstery sort of stuff. So I actually don't mind that. I think I could deal with that one. That um, no. it'll be interesting to see what it's like. Because if you come out of a three and a half hour film hating it, that's a lot of time to have wasted. Yeah, but. Also, I think it's interesting because we started at the bottom end of this list. Yeah. And I've definitely had more fun. 
at the top end. <laughs> we started with I Am Mother. Now, I, uh, I'm going to be really irritating and pause this because I am really need to wee so desperately. So close to the I end. know, but I will not make oh, this. All right. Feel free to chat. No, I'm not going to. I mean, he's left me to talk to you, lovely people. But the fact is, I have nothing to say. I've, I've watched this film today. and I didn't really enjoy it. I had something better to be doing and I didn't do it. I watched the film. Um, I'm. You know what? I'd be looking forward to the Irishman more if it just wasn't three and a half hours. You know. By the way, are you signed up as a patron of the of the Manic Podcast? If not, why not? It's only one pound twenty a month. One pound twenty, and it allows us to do this. Just saying. Liam's back. He's obviously had a wee now. I'm back for season two. What if we gave them? Each kind of before each one, we gave them four options of what films we could watch, and Ooh, they choose but two in each. We choose, yeah, and they could choose which what which film we then review. That'd be an option because I was literally just thinking upstairs what we could do for the next next round. And I had well, a rough idea. I had already said maybe we'll choose films that we want to see and might like. Well, I had I had a rough idea which I talked to you about off cast, which actually kind of links to what you've just said anyway. All right. Um, cool, cool, so cool. yeah, um, should we just do the like the socials and stuff? Yeah. Okay, so that kind of brings an end to this episode of the Manic Film Club. For the other side of the wind, that was a that was a, that was a struggle. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Now, um, onwards and upwards. That's the way we've got to look at this. Hopefully. Now, if you want to keep up to date with everything that us lovely Manic peoples are up to, our Twitter account is really the main place that you can do that. We put polls on there relating to each of the episodes as well as any news and updates. And actually, our... you say that, but I think. What is more uh, vibrant, more active, is the the Manic Patron Community Discord. It's pretty active. I mean, actually, that's not even, that's not just us giving you up-to-date information. The people in there, the little community, they give us news. You know, it's all share and be loved. If you do like exclusive content, and I know I do. Uh, yeah, then the it. Manic Patron is the place to be. You get lots of cool stuff, and it's, it starts at like pound twenty a month. That, that's I know. so cheap. It is cheap. That is so cheap. But if, if you want to be tight and you don't want to spend pound twenty, you could just look at the Twitter, which is at the Manic, with two ends. Very yeah, important. Oh, I like that. That was impressive. I like yeah. that. Now, um, we do also have a Tumblr and an Instagram. Basically, if you want to find us on any socials just use the word manic with two ends that you will find us that way pretty much yeah you will also down below in the description i'll post our link to which has a link to all of our stuff anyway we have a manic tiktok we do do have a manic tiktok there's not much on it at the moment two videos two videos two videos i thought there's one video i'm already behind the time no i posted uh things saying that the last episode was up I actually, uh, did I see that? I think I did see that. I didn't do it with it from my channel, so. Uh, oh, I may have seen that. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there, you've got lots of options to kind of follow us and keep up to date with what we're up to. Yeah. But other than that, Tobias. Yeah. I think it's time to say goodbye. All right, bye. Do you know what? I don't know about you, but I might go watch uh, The Other Side of the Wind again. No. Ah, uh, no. uh, <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. And most importantly, stay manic. <laughs>